today's podcast about cycle of poverty. My name is Bree Hall. Today we'll have special guests Jessica and Nathan from Ohio. So as we all know, poverty is a subject that isn't discussed very much or talked about. Today, many people are struggling with money issues, and many people don't know how to handle this situation or break the cycle. Our first topic is how poverty and low-wage work is difficult to break. A lack of organization leads to failure, and the people in poverty end up blaming themselves for their problems. And the effects of this cause immense stress. Poverty leaves people with no reserve, financial or emotional. One mistake can send them spinning in a downward spiral. Why do some people keep spinning downwards instead of improving? They keep focusing on their problems and go deeper and deeper into debt trying to dig themselves out. Or they make a mistake and can't correct it. That is very interesting. How debt over time gets worse before it gets better. But how do social system benefit programs play a role in the poverty cycle? The Barbara Brooks documentary we watched told a story about government benefit programs. Brooks is a single mother with five children. She works a low-wage job full-time and is a full-time college student. She has a lot of government assistance programs at her side, such as Medicaid, food stamps, child care subsidies, utility assistance, Section 8 rental assistance, and on occasion $100 a week for child support. These programs were helping her at her lowest point, but when she started to make better life choices and got a better paying job, half of these programs were taken away. The government took them away before she got a chance to make it on her own. So why did the government take away some of her benefits? Like, why was she not able to afford even though she was making better life choices? They took away some of her benefits because she was making more money. She was not able to afford it because the government was forcing her to stay in the same spot. Another interesting thing about Brooke's story is how her background and personal choices affected her poverty. When she was younger, she lived with her grandparents, but once they got older and were moved into assisted living, Brooks had to move to New York to live with her mother who didn't want her. Eventually, she decided to run away from home after her mom tried to burn half of her face off, so she was placed in a detention center. Running away may have seemed like a poor choice, but it did get her out of her current situation. I can see why she had run away because she was in a bad situation and needed to avoid this bad life of living where she was. So she tried to make her life better by living and learning on her own. So how does wage and workplace issues play in a role with cycle of poverty? For most people, money is motivation. The more money you give them, the better they will work. This can be shown in action by Walmart. In 2016, Walmart workers were paid very little to the point where the workers would often need to pick up a second job to pay for their necessities. Only 16% of Walmart stores were achieving their customer service goals during this time. Walmart made the decision to raise wages for its workers in 2017. This made workers less stressed over financials and more willing to do a good job. After the wage increase, 75% of their stores were achieving their customer service goals. Those are interesting statistics from the New York Times. But even if people do have a job, how can poverty be a result of poor choices? For right now, we're going on our break. There will be more when we come back. Marase a dientes briar. Este producto cuesta 15 dólares. Compra ahora nuestro producto. Okay, so now that we are back... We are going to continue our podcast about the cycle of poverty. (laughs) Why might some people suggest that poverty is a result of poor choices and or is not really a trap? 
Many people today seem to struggle with graduating and getting good paying jobs. But the main problem is that many of these people and young adults are not applying themselves to their potential of what they could be. Everyone has choices and these choices can be used to turn yourself around and try to make your life better in the process. A big part of people having a hard time keeping or getting a job is because they do not show up to work or do not put in the effort to do better at their work. What I'm saying is that many people do not seem to care as much. They just put in the effort they need to get by. For an example, an article, Cycle of Poverty, a guy named Davis had walked into, had talked about dropping out of high school and didn't even seem to bother taking Sanderide's test. That's a very good example of how previous mistakes can have a hand in putting someone into poverty. How can we help people in poverty and break the cycle? See, that's the thing. I don't think you can break it completely, but you can help reduce people to be less than that chance of becoming in poverty. Yes, there are ways that the government can help you with benefits and medical care if you have fallen into poverty. But once you have gotten paid a certain amount of money, the government cuts some of your benefits, which is understandable. But what they should do is have families who are suffering or is on the borderline of poverty keep their benefits for a year or two. The reason why I say that is because this gives them money to save up and not fall behind when the benefits are cut. From the hidden brain, there is evidence that suggests that there is science behind the brain development and shaping of our behaviors and patterns. This is why the cycle seems to often repeat itself generation after generation. That is very true. The brain often looks for patterns to help shape our daily lives. For an example, we have a habit of getting up in the morning and getting ready to go to school or work. Usually it's similar to the same routine every morning, so it can be similar to the cycle of poverty. In conclusion, it sounds like while there are many opinions on the causes of poverty and why people get stuck in it, whether it be personal choices or lack of government or social support, we can all agree that to fix it, it's going to take a lot of work in a lot of areas. Social support programs, education programs, psychological counseling, as well as better jobs and wages will all need to be addressed to truly break the cycle and help people lift themselves and their families out of poverty. This was a very good topic. I would like to say thank you to Nathan and Jessica from Ohio for coming in to talk about cycle of poverty. Now today we are currently running out of time and have to end today's podcast.